Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. It is the third day of June. It is a Friday. I thought I might have a long-form Friday ready for you, but I'm going to push it. I We did a, a really great, I think it was great, uh, at least the other guys were great, a really great panel discussion at the last conference I did in the Louisville area in May on Saturday morning, it was like 65 minutes or so. And um, I have it recorded, but I have it recorded on my phone. And each guy had a microphone, and the I know the house sound would have been so much better. So I'm waiting to see if I can get my hands on that. And if I can, I will put that up, even though I'm only one of four speakers. The, the other contributors I thought were were fire. So I, I hope to get that to you. And if, if so, we'll, we'll use it as a long form Friday because it'll be a great um, opportunity for you to kind of get in on some of these questions we had about the church and the future of the church, what it looks like, which is uh, something very dear to my heart. I, I think dear to anyone's heart who's in ministry or or, or just in the church in general. So um, I'll let you know more about that as it approaches. Okay. But for today, no long form Friday, regular DDP, and we're in First Timothy chapter 4. We've talked about the Spirit speaking to Paul about the latter times. We've talked about the departure from the faith. We've talked about what it means to have your conscience seared with a hot iron. I highly encourage you to listen to the last two podcasts. That leads us to verse 3. This is what those false doctrines of devils and deceiving spirits are going to preach. For Verse 3, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. And then Paul follows that with another sentence, verses 4 and 5. For every creature of God is good. Nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Okay, I want to point out that, and this is sort of following on the back of what we said yesterday, that great apostasy is leaving the faith and Contextually, that's going back to that which is not faith. It's going back to some form of performance. And just in case you need proof of that, look at what he actually says they will preach. They're not going to preach, uh, you can go out and sin like crazy, uh, you, you can do anything you want. No, they preach works. That's the seducing spirit. And it's works of asceticism and performance. Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods. This is... The message that got picked up by the monks of the 4th century and has been carried to this day as symbols of high spirituality, celibacy and fasting. Don't marry, abstain, forbidding to marry is abstaining from sex and abstaining from food. And specifically then Paul will sort of qualify some of that food statement, but just Think about these two headings, celibacy and fasting. Like I said, the monks began to do this as a way of separating from the rest of the world as a form of high spirituality, and the church has sort of held that up. And I don't mean the the universal church, but the church in general has held up this idea of abstaining from sex and abstaining from food for great stretches of time is the kind of dedication that it takes to show yourself holy. Paul prophesied of it in 1 Timothy 4. 
But this is the deceiving spirit and doctrines of devils. This is a consciousness of sin so seared into you that you believe you need to pay by not marrying and not eating. That somehow surrendering the two things God told Adam and Eve to do. Can you see how this is a doctrine of demons? Listen to Genesis. God gave Eve to Adam and Adam to Eve and said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. That's marry, procreate, enjoy one another. All trees of the garden are good for food. You can eat of all of them except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Eat. So God gave them food and God gave them one another, each other. The doctrines of demons deny the two things that God gave in the garden. And Paul said, this leads people away from the faith. To deny those things that God gave is to choose the opposite of faith. What's the opposite of faith? Works. Go back to the garden. What does Eve choose? The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The performing of good and the avoidance of evil. What do you surrender at the knowledge of good and evil? Well, everything. But what you really surrender is what you could be if you just gave yourself over to him and to your spouse and you enjoyed his creation by faith. I know there's a lot of tentacles. There's a lot of streams coming out of that. But that's such a vital... To me, that's such a vital comparison. Now, if you need detail... Paul rounded it out in verses 4 and 5. Let me read it again. Every creature of God is good, nothing to be refused if it's received with thanksgiving. Here's Paul going against his Jewish heritage. Every creature is good for food. In other words, no more unclean animals. No more unclean food. This is the most stark denunciation of dietary law that Paul gives in all of his writings. And he, he gives a pretty stark denunciation in the Romans letter. You know, the kingdom is not made up of food and drink, but... Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. This is even stronger. Every creature is good. Nothing's to be refused if you receive it with thanksgiving because that has been sanctified by the word of God and prayer. And Jesus is the word. So Christ has made all things clean. Now, that doesn't mean you need to eat everything, but that doesn't have anything to do with spirituality. That might have, that might have to do with physicality. That might have to do with your immune system. It might have to do with um, your body not processing certain foods. Okay, but don't turn that into a law and don't turn that into a, a work of the Spirit that the Holy Spirit has designated this food as greater than this. I think that's the stuff that gets people into all kinds of works. And when I mean works, I mean watch people diet. If you don't think works are alive and well in a lot of Christians, watch people diet. They, they so quickly fall into works and performance and total guilt and shame when they put certain things in their mouth or when they don't eat that or when they eat this. And listen, you got to do what you got to do to take care of your physical body. Absolutely. And you need to do what works for you and you need to do a little self-discipline. Paul's about to get into that bodily exercise. But you don't want to make a law of it. And that's what happens to us. And and we do that with so many areas. All right. I feel like I could go on and on and on there. I feel like I've probably done enough 
Tomorrow we'll start the work of verse 6, but we'll also introduce to you the sermon that is coming up on Sunday. We'll see you then. Have a great day. God bless.